Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Christian Reef podcast. Today's guest is all about going to the gym. I still, at this point of recording, haven't decided what it will be called, whether it will be called gym or starting out of the gym or, I don't know, my experience at the gym. I don't know. But there was a lot of things I wanted to cover about gym, and most of it is really, really positive um, in terms of my own personal transformation over the last seven months, um, what I get out of it, what I've seen, what I've experienced, the kind of good vibes that I see whenever I go into the gym. There's, there's a lot of things that I wanted to cover in this show. And um, there's also some unfortunate things, some things that aren't so pleasant about the gym. And I'll be sharing some of Reddit's thoughts, because as you know, every time I do a podcast or content from my Patreon, I'll always ask the people of Reddit and ask people online and sort of gather responses and, and gain a sort of an idea of what other people think and what other people's experiences are. And um, some of them were pretty wild, but I want to start with a quote, because I think this sort of sums it up quite well as far as starting out of the gym. It takes 21 days to start a habit and 90 days to create a lifestyle. And that's something I want to lead with with this particular podcast, because if you're going to go to the gym, if you're going to work out or do any kind of fitness in your life, it needs to be part of your life. It needs to be part of your lifestyle. It's not enough to just do it here and there, you know, sporadically, like the key with working out and, and, you know, getting fit is consistency, but you've got to consistently do it. Right. So it's got to be part of your life. And look, sometimes you just don't want to do it. And ironically, and I've said this to friends of mine that go to the gym, those sessions where you really don't want to go tend to be the best sessions that you have because they tend to kind of make you, they get the most out of you. You get more out of you by going and doing those sessions. And I think a lot of going to the gym is, is kind of proving something to yourself. It's like you versus you. Some days are harder. Some days are easier. It's always hard. It's always going to be something that pushes you. It's always going to be something that, you know, can get, can get the best of you or the worst of you, but it will get something out of you. And I feel like, Obviously, the best kind of indicator of whether or not you're doing well is, is obviously the progress that you make, but it doesn't come straight away. And I feel like gym offers so many life metaphors. Like, for instance, even just the fact that it takes a while to achieve your fitness goals, like you don't see the results instantly. It takes some time. That's a great metaphor for what life is like, because a lot of things in life are not instant. And you know, we live in an instant gratification culture now. Everything is instantaneous. We can get anything by the click of a finger, by just tapping something on an on a app or a computer. You know, we get things really, really quickly now. But that still doesn't change the fact that there is so much in life that requires you to be patient and wait and see it through. And Jim is the best example of that. And I think that for me, you know, my approach to the gym has changed over the course of the last seven months um so i basically to to catch you up i i used to go to gym pretty solidly i would say somewhere mid 2018 to the end of 2019 something like that i basically went for a year and a half when i used to live in estonia and when i look back at what my workout schedule was back then it was okay 
I wasn't paying much attention to my diet, which is a real big part of gymming. I used to just eat anything and just, I thought by eating a lot that would work, but you know, it really depends on what you're eating. You really got to get the most out of your food as well as your workouts. Um, and you know, back then I hadn't really figured out what my goals were. I guess I was just kind of like, Hmm, I should do this. I should go to the gym and just kind of get fit. Right. But I think you need some short-term goals and some long-term goals when it comes to going to the gym, you need a kind of a clear structure. And I find that structure is such a big theme in my life with everything that I do. You know, everything I do is planning now, especially since I have a lot less time because of, you know, having to work in, in customer service and working unspeakable hours. Sometimes, you know, it means that you have less time and that's inevitably impacted my gym time as well. So everything has to be kind of planned out. Um, but by doing that, I feel like you do get a lot more from the sessions. And when I compare where I used to be with Jim and where I'm at now, it's like night and day. To give you a bit of a rundown of what I used to do, um, it was basically just like I would go in and not dissimilar to what I do now, I would, I would warm up, warm down, always warm up and warm down, always do that. But then I would go and like knacker myself out on like the treadmill or you know I do cycling but I do it for like 15 20 minutes and so I'd be knackered and then I'd have to do like the rest of my workout like weights and and whatever and I'd I used to basically think that intensive training was key like I would just do 5 10 15 minutes each on on different things and then switch around so it'd be like cardio weights cardio weights cardio weights for like an hour and a half or something and there was progress. There's photos that I have from back then where I could see, you know, some definition, muscle definition, arms and everything. But it was pretty ineffective. And I think a lot of that came down to diet. But I'd say the bigger problem was basically that I hadn't really thought about what I was doing in the gym. I hadn't really re researched. I hadn't asked anybody. And that's a big problem. You need to do that. You need to do your research, just like with anything else. I mean, recently I've had a friend, uh, shout out to Lewis. He'll never hear this or see this, but shout out anyway. <laughs> and uh, he's, he's really into his fitness and he's, um, he's very good at it. And I, I told him what my current workout regime was. And he was just like, hmm, you seem to be missing all of these different you know, muscle groups. Like, why are you not doing this? And then he sort of told me the problems with what my current workout would be in terms of like the future. So my workout regime for like the last five or six months was basically, and this was completely different from what I used to do in the gym. I would go in and my, so I'll start with my goal and then I'll run through my workout regime. So the goal was to just lose weight. And, you know, I wanted to lose weight here, here. I'd really let myself go during lockdown. Um, I wasn't gymming. Obviously the gym's closed. And then when they reopened, I just never really could be bothered to get back in there because you know, once you fall off, it's very difficult to get back into it, you know? And as I said, at the beginning of this, you know, it takes 21 days to form a habit, but you know, it takes much more to make it into a lifestyle. And it's, I, I, you know, whenever I tell people or encourage people to go to the gym, it's not something that I, I take lightly. I, I know it's just not as simple as like, Oh, you just go and that's it. Like it, it's, it takes a lot of mental strength to keep going, especially when you're just tired, like maybe 
you come home from work and you're exhausted and now you've got to do a gym session or it's your day off and you just want to relax, you know, it takes a lot. And, you know, even seven months later, there are days when I don't want to go, but you just got to like push yourself to go. You really do. Um, but you don't have to go like every, and here's the thing as well. And I'll, I'll get back to the goals and everything. But like, one thing I want to add is that I think it, there's a lot of people that see in the gym and I, I'm guilty of this too, where when you're not informed and you don't know what you're doing, you kind of just make these crazy decisions. Like I meant what I said earlier about, you know, doing like half an hour on, on the, on the bike or 50 minutes on the bike and then knackering myself out. Ideally you want to kind of conserve your energy throughout the workout in order to use it steadily throughout the workout. So by the end of it, you know, you're getting the last bits of, of whatever energy you've got for the workout but you're not completely exhausted because obviously if you're completely exhausted at the beginning, then you're just going to have no energy and you, you basically can't really do much. So it's, it's kind of illogical to do it that way. But if no one tells you and you don't know, you don't do your research, then how will you ever know? And you're just not going to make any progress. And I think that's the key. You want to see that progress. And I think sometimes in the beginning when someone doesn't see progress after like a month or two, generally they'll give up because they'll be like, well, this is not working. And it's like, it's not working because your technique is not quite there. That it needs to be, something needs to be switched up. And another thing about gym, just final before I start talking about my current or my switched up regime um, in the last six to eight months is that at the end of the day, when you're figuring out how to do your workouts, you've got, you've got a kind of like, break it down in terms of what actually works for you because what works for you might not work for another person just because this person is doing things this way doesn't mean it will work for you our genetics are different our bodies react differently to things even dieting and and and, and the meals and and you know for example i never eat breakfast breakfast is the most important meal of the day but if i eat breakfast i get super tired doesn't matter what it is even if it's something slow release like eating porridge or something it just does nothing for me uh, what will happen is i'll have a breakfast at like 7 or 8 a.m and then i'll feel really knackered by about 11 12 which i just think is pointless so i just load up on coffee and i'm not advising this this is just for me this won't work for other people but i load up on coffee that keeps me going and then by lunchtime that's when i have like a big meal ideally uh, <laughs> Um, lately it's not been like that because I've just been working so much. So I've been skipping meals and stuff and it's really, really bad. And I've started to notice that too, because I've started losing more weight than I want to lose, but we move, right? Anyway, um, that's something really important to consider. I think is, is just like the impact, um, on your body, trying things that other people advise because that works for them, but that might not work for you anyway. My regime, my goal, as I said before, was to just cut weight, get a bit toned and then kind of see where we go from there. And this was my workout for about five or six months. It was to just go in, basically just, I wonder how many times I said basically in this. Let's get a counter. <laughs> Stretch, do free weights, either dumbbells or the bar where you attach it yourself and you put the, um, the weights either side. And uh, I would start the workout doing that. So I'd do uh, 
you know, bicep curls. And then I do like above head. I don't know what they're called, but it would sort of lightly train shoulders and mostly train your biceps this way. And you'd feel a lot more weight doing it this way than you would doing it this way. For those listening, uh, please watch the video version. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, imagine bicep curls and also lifting the bar above your head. Like that's basically what I'm talking about. Um, and so I would do maybe three or four sets of each version. And I was normally like, I, I, I would sort of do it until I couldn't really do it anymore. And that, that would always be my limit. And sometimes I push it a little bit more if I felt like I had a bit more energy, but that's just the beginning of the workout. And so my arms would be aching a little bit. And so I would go and do some cardio or something. And, and that was always my plan is to kind of do what I used to do, but be a bit more intensive about it. So instead of doing like 15 minutes on an exercise bike, maybe I just do five or 10. And so I was doing like five minutes on the rowing machine, maybe 10 minutes cycling, you know, give my arms a chance to rest. And then I would go and do a chest press and I would end on that. So I basically just do the bicep curls and the, and the, and the shoulder um, weights at the beginning, rowing, cycling, and then end on chest press. And I inevitably had less energy to do chest press. See, now I begin with chest press because it's, I feel the most physically demanding machine that I use, but that's just for me personally. And I, I sort of do it in a little loop, which I'll explain in a second. But that's how I was doing my workouts for about six months. And I explained this to a friend of mine, Lewis. Whoop, and he immediately was like, well, you know, well done for achieving your goals. I've seen your progress. It's really, really good. But, you know, at the end of the day, this is causing problems because you're not training your back, your lats, your shoulders, if you continue in this way, it's going to push your shoulders forward and, and sort of push you into a sort of a hunch position. And it's not going to be healthy for your body. But most importantly, there's a bunch of different muscle sets that you are not training. And that's integral. Like, obviously, everyone has different goals in the gym. Some people just want to lose weight. Some people want to just have a little bit of muscle definition. Some people are bodybuilders. Some people are athletes. Everyone's got different goals. Mine are not 100% clear, but I think my goals mainly are to just keep fit, um, you know, set myself up for the future in, in a good way. And then also just see how far I can push this, really. You know, I don't, I don't want to use any, you know, supplements or anything like that. I'm not interested in that. I, I, might, I might use stuff that's, that's legal and, and, and like good for your body potentially, but I'm not going to use anything to do body bodybuilding like i'm not really interested in that but i want to i want to see how far i can push this and how how much i can get out of myself really um because i feel like that's one of the biggest parts of gym is is the, the healthiest parts maybe is is seeing how far you can push your body how much mental strength do you have how much can you get out of yourself like how deep down can you dig yeah, there's been times when I really felt like I couldn't keep going and I just pushed myself that little bit more. And it feels so much more gratifying afterwards when you do that. Like when you have a good workout and I've got a list of things I look forward to here that I'll, I'll get to in a second. But I just want to say like when you get a good workout in and you walk out of that place, you feel like a million bucks. You feel proud of yourself. Obviously, the endorphins have kicked in. So you're feeling the effects of that. But you feel a sense of achievement after doing it, particularly when you've been doing it for a long time and you start to see the results. You look in the mirror and you, and you like what you see and you're like, yeah, you know, I remember when it was this. And that's why those transformation picks are so important. 
like I saw so many of those, so many of those videos. And I was always really inspired by those people. But I never really thought that that could be me. And now it is me. I'm well onto that journey. The journey is not finished. I don't think it ever ends, really. You just keep going. But I've seen that progress. And I think the biggest thing that Jim has taught me above all else is that anything you want in life, if you work hard enough towards it, you can achieve it. It might not happen as quickly as you want it to happen. might not start to show results as quickly as you want them. But you will, you will get there. Through consistency and hard work, you will get there. You will get somewhere. And then once you start achieving that, I mean, I remember when I achieved my six-month goal, I was just like, wow, what else could I do? Where else could I take this? If I could do this, what else can I do? And it's, then it gets really exciting. Then it's like you've stepped into like a new phase. And I've applied that mentality to like everything else that I do in life. It's not just gym. And this is why I always implore people to go to gym. This is why I mention this in my live streams. I mentioned this in, in real life. I'm like, one of the best things you can do with your life is, is go to the gym or do some sort of fitness training because it really will give you like a, a, a newfound appreciation for life, for yourself. I think it gives you a better relationship with yourself in, in some, in some ways. I feel like, um, it makes you realize that like you can, you can be so much more and you can keep building and moving forward. And, you know, even in the darkest of times when things seem hopeless or things seem dire, you can still achieve results with the gym. You know, you, you, it's something that you have 100% control over. And I just find that, amazing because there's so much in life that we don't really have control over or that are you know it's out of our hands and we just kind of have to accept it but with Jim it's completely in your hands it's all down to you and that's an amazing feeling being able to control something like that and then see the fruits of your labor after a while you know like you, you start to see it and when I took those six-month photos and I put them online I was so proud I was so happy in myself of what I'd achieved and I wanted to so I wanted to show that off a little bit you know I'm not a big show off but I, I did want to kind of share that with everybody but I remember writing the blurb and just kind of talking about the, the transformation and, and what it meant to me and and how hard it can be and you know what it meant to me because I think that's key gym and working out in fitness is it's so much more than just going and lifting weights or doing some running. It's, it's, it's a journey. It's a lifestyle. And it will change your life. It really will. Now, uh, when it comes to my current workout, which, as I said before, um, I'm still figuring it out all the time. But what I do now is, and this was a bit of advice I got from Lewis, was to, instead of timing everything focus on just doing sets and see how many I can do and, and kind of, you know, push myself here and there. If I can go do more, do more, but kind of stick to that. So like every machine now or free or sets of free weights, whatever the case may be, I will always do like three sets of 10 or like 15 or three sets of eight, something, something like that. And the interesting thing about that as well is that every time you go into the gym, you have different levels of energy. Sometimes you've got more, so you know you're going to push yourself more and get more out of it. 
and you can feel your body you know if you've got more energy or less energy you can just feel it like when you're pushing it and you're pushing it and you're pushing it and you can kind of there's something in your head that almost tells you or at least it does with me yeah i can go i can do a few more i can do more than this let's 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 do it let's do a few more then like, i've already got to 10 but let's do 12 let's do 14 like whatever um and then there are some days when you just do less you know, there are days which, you know, and it's not great, but sometimes you'll go there and you just won't really be able to do much. And so you have to kind of dial it back a bit and, and be like, okay, what can I achieve in this session that normally I'd be able to do more with? And so some days on those days, I'll, I'll dial it back and just do like three sets of eight or whatever. But I always make sure to get every single machine in that I've, that I need to get in. I'll make sure to get all of them in. So at least I've trained those muscles. Even if I haven't trained them a lot, I've still trained them. And therein lies that consistency because you're building it, you know, several sessions a week, you're building on it. One day you do really well, one day, maybe not so much, but together on top of each other, that's going to account to progress. That's going to give you something. Hopefully. <laughs> um, so yeah, like I normally I'll start with a chest press machine and then I'll move to bicep curl. And then I think it's called arm extension. I'm still learning all of this. Um, and then I've started adding lateral press. So I'm trying to focus on training my shoulders and, and back a little bit more now. Um, and then I'll move on to, I think it's like a, a form of rowing machine, but it's supposed to train like your chest muscles. So it's kind of more uh, building on, on what I would do with the chest press machine. And then normally at the moment, I'll end on a sort of a lats style machine but instead of a bar, you have like two handles that you sort of pull down um, sort of outward and like you have to sit in a certain way. There's different ways you can sit to kind of train your muscles, but the best way is to sort of lean your back outwards so that you're feeling the effects in, in your lower body as well as your upper body. And so I'll normally end on that. Um, and as I say, like as the progress moves forward and, and as I move forward with gym, I think I'll slowly add more and more things. Sometimes I'll add things like um, like this back training machine, which is really awkward. You just basically just extend your back out. A bit like when Robbie Williams, Robbie Williams, Robin Williams in that movie did an impression of the hot dog and he just went like back like that. It's like that. It's such a weird machine. But it, if you do it right, it does kind of give a bit of a feeling. Uh, I do have leg days. Um, I sometimes skip them though because I do a lot of um, running around at my workplace and I, I walk to work um, 25 minutes each way. So I, I get a lot of like cardio in anyway, but like really you need those uh, leg days when you can train the muscles and I'm a bit neglectful of that. So I'm trying trying to get that in but again i've got limited time and you know when you've got limited time it's like well i definitely want to get my i want to favor getting the muscle days in over the the leg days but i know everyone watching this that's a regular gym goer will be like no he's missing leg day never skip missed it never i can't speak never skip leg day i know i know i'm sorry i'm so sorry <laughs> but that's that's i mean that's how i approach it um with regards to my diet I've basically just removed all carbohydrates for the most part from my diet because I always found that I got super tired and I made the switch to whole wheat like ages, many, 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 many months ago, but it made no difference. Like every time I would have like pasta and chicken, I would just be exhausted. And I was like, well, this isn't right. Food shouldn't constantly make you feel sleepy and tired. Like you should 
sort of get a bit of energy from it. Um, so instead, I kind of eat lots of chicken and veg, and I've dropped down to like one or two meals a day, which again, as I said earlier, is not ideal. I think that really and truthfully, I should have two meals a day. That should be the the, the norm, but you know, we're not always able to find the time to to achieve that, unfortunately. But you know, we are slowly, very slowly getting there. <laughs> but it, I mean, it has benefited me. Um, I've learned to love chicken. Um, I would one day love to be a vegetarian. And other than chicken, I'm I'm basically pretty much a vegetarian. I mean, I do eat other things here and there, but you know, like I, if if all I was going to eat is chicken and veg, I'd be happy with that. I do a lot of um, soups where I'll cook chicken with. I do I do this one soup where I have like chicken. Let me see, uh, potatoes, sweet potatoes, carrots, onions, chopped tomatoes, sometimes real tomatoes, tomato passata. Um, what else? Oh, and the secret awesome ingredient coconut milk that was that was a lifesaver when i discovered that because i needed something that made the the soups less watery but i sort of didn't anticipate how much flavor coconut milk gives the soup and oh my god does it taste good oh and carrots if i didn't say carrots i add carrots to it and that's a very good kind of um soup that kind of gives you quite a lot i should really start eating bread to get some more fiber and a bit more carbs in there but yeah, I don't know. I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. I, th- I think I'm going to switch up my diet soon anyway and probably add carbs back into it with, uh, in terms of pasta because soup just takes forever and I don't, I don't really fancy. There's a lot of days when I don't really fancy eating it. Like it's first, it's nice the first few days, but after a while, I'm just like, Ugh, four or five days of this. Like I used to have a housemate who was also a big muscle guy and he would literally just eat chicken and rice every single day day and i was like bro how do you not tire of this and he's like it's fine for me i don't mind i'm like fair enough it would drive me nuts (laughs) i need that variation in my life the variety you know it's it just gets so boring It it means it sucks the fun out of eating and i love to eat it's one of my favorite things to do in the world (laughs) i love food it's yeah it's i almost salivate at the thought of it (laughs) you know that's how much i love food so anything that makes me not love eating is like the enemy (laughs) so yeah not really much to say about uh, the diet side of things but that's where i'm at with it right now um one thing i miss about living in estonia was my whole setup there i don't have that here and i really miss it because you do your workout and then what i would do is go sit in the sauna or go swimming and then sit in the sauna sweat out all all of the toxins and then sit in a hot tub and then go about my day and, and a lot of the time I would do that on my lunch break because there was a gym across the um across the road from where I worked so I'd just go on my lunch break go hit the gym do all these things then I was really cheeky and I'd have my actual lunch afterwards so I took way more than an hour so yeah it was a bit cheeky but you know the managers were doing it as well so and they never said anything so I got away with it <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that was a bit cheeky. <laughs> Everyone went to the gym there. Like Estonians love the gym. Europeans are big fans of the gym. Um, it's a very gym-orientated country. Um, and I just miss that setup because I don't have that at the gym here. I mean, the most we have is showers, which I don't ever really use. Like I used it yesterday because I had to, but 
generally speaking, I never really use their facilities. I just go do my workout, have a shower at home because it's about five minutes from my house. So it's okay. But yeah, I do miss those facilities. I would love to go to a bit more of a premium gym, be able to afford to do that and have access to sauna and all the other nice kind of leisure facilities. That would be nice. But here's things I look forward to when I go to the gym. Getting flavored juice at the end of a workout. Oh my God. There's this machine. <laughs> and it has multiple juice flavors. Um, I don't know. I guess it's just flavored water. I don't know if it's got like electrolytes or something in it. It's, I think it's just flavored water. But my thing is to go in there, use, drink my water and only sort of the how much water I've consumed during the workout is a good indication of how close I am towards the end as well. But at the end of it, I just like to kind of get my juice from the machine and I normally get like, I think it's coconut pineapple flavor or something like that. And it's like a little treat for working hard. It's like, here's your treat for working hard. I know it's silly, but I don't know. It makes me happy. <laughs> it's the small things in life. Uh, also, of course, the shower after the workout. I mean, you feel good after the workout anyway, but once you've had that nice little shower and you've relaxed and kind of eased into your, in the rest of your day, a lot of the time I'll actually feel quite um, a sort of a sense of a euphoric feeling after having gone to the gym, especially if I've done cardio during that session. Like, I mean, I feel a rush after I've done cardio anyway because, you know, you get, get your heart racing, you know, you're sweating, you know, you, it's good for you. But after the workout's done and your body has time to rest, you know, you feel a lot better and you've got a bit of an energy boost. And of course, you have to kind of counterbalance that by eating and maybe consuming things like coffee or caffeine or whatever, just to kind of raise you up afterwards. But you will have a little bit of a rush for about, I reckon, about an hour or so, um, which is always useful. Um, and yeah, there's, there's also a sense of a rush when you're able to reach new weight goals. Uh, no, so not weight. Yeah, yeah, weight goals. Like when you're lifting weights at the gym, and you're able to kind of go to the next level. It, it, and it's always the same for me. I'll get to a certain thing where I'll be doing my usual workout, and I'll be like, "Huh, that feels very weak. That's weird." And then I'll go to the next weight setting, the high, the next highest one, and I'll be like, "Oh, so all this time I was at 41 kg. Now I'm at 50 kg. Huh?" And it's like. I was thinking about this the other day. Like I started at like 20 or something at the beginning of this journey and now I'm at 50 and it's like, that's amazing. That progress is small and it's steady and slow, but it's incredible. And I just, I can't be in it help, but be in awe of that, you know? Um, Cause that's a good indicator of, uh, as well of your progress is like how far you can push yourself and, and, you know, like, like, can you go longer on the, on the treadmill? Can you go longer on the exercise bike? Can you lift heavier weights? You know, like, can you do more? Can you do more reps? You know, it's, there's always constant ind indicators around you demonstrating to you your progress and how you should keep going and, and the sky's the limit, you know, it really is. And it's incredible. Now we move to some of the less positive stuff about the gym. Um, unfortunately, you're going to get dodgy people. You're going to get creeps. You're going to get weirdos. You're going to get arseholes. And for the most part, in my gym that I go to, it's it's pretty fairly decent. I, I don't have to deal with many 
rude people for that or difficult people, but you get a few. And I want to cover that now. Uh, there was a guy at a chess press machine recently. So I sat down and I just started doing reps. I was like two or three in and he interrupted me. Now, got Cardinal Sim number one. If you want to speak to someone at the gym, don't interrupt them during the middle of their workout. Wait till they finished or taken a break, something like that. Unless it's like an emergency or something, don't interrupt them. Wait, just wait. I just started and I was in, in my flow and he's interrupting me. Right up, it gets right up in my face and asks me how many more sets I have. And I said, uh, uh, like two or three more. And he heard 45 minutes apparently. Um, and the guy, I remember the guy very well. He was in a tank top and he was just like, I don't know. He, he was carrying around luggage, like a suitcase. So I assume he was from out of town or something. Um, and instead of just going somewhere else, working out on something else, he chose to stand like a meter away from me and just wait, wait until I was done. Now that is one of the most infuriating things you can do to someone when they're, they're at the gym. Cause you need to give people their space. Like maybe I'm old fashioned, but I feel like gym is kind of like a sanctuary when I go there, you know, everybody has the right not to be harassed and everyone has the right to feel comfortable in their space and just do what they need to do. And because it's it's supposed it is a form of leisure. It is um, a leisure activity, you know. And it's a luxury. It's what was what what do they call it? A recreational activity. It is that. This is some people's real sense of fun and joy in life. And if you come along and ruin that, I mean, you're an asshole, you know. And this guy was an asshole, <laughs> and I'm putting him out for it. So if he ever sees this. You're an asshole. <laughs> just what the fuck, man? Uh, sorry, I just, I hate rude people. I, I deal with them so much. And I just, I just, why do you have to be rude? It's not necessary. Like, okay, what should this guy have done? This guy should have gone to another machine and just come back in like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, because how long is, like, if he wanted specifics, he should have asked at the beginning. If I just, because I would have said, oh, probably three sets of 10. Three sets of 10 with breaks in the middle. Not going to be more than about 10 minutes, if that. But I like to take my time. See, now that he was there sitting there, or sorry, standing there, I felt pressure to go quicker. I couldn't sit and rest because every time I was like resting, he was staring daggers at me. And I'm like, motherfucker, like I need time to rest. I'm not just going to do three sets in a row without a break. Like that's not how this works. Sorry, I'm get, I'm get, I get a bit heated when, when I talk about rude people. So I start swearing a lot. But it just infuriates me. How dare you? How dare you do that? And then if that wasn't enough, he interrupts me after the second set to then be like, hey, listen, mate, like how long are you going to be? Like, you know, I have to go to work soon. It's like, I don't give a fuck if you need to go to work soon. You should have planned your day better. You know what I mean? Like you should have given yourself more time so that if something would come up, it wouldn't be an issue. You know, that's your problem. That's not my problem. And of course, I'm too nice to, to say that. So I'm just like, just one more set mate but I was, I was livid i was so annoyed and then when i got off and I, I was finally finished he was like oh thank you mate and i i really was just like yeah whatever mate fucking dickhead and then a similar situation happened recently where a guy came up to me while i was at the bicep curl machine and he asked me how many sets i had left and i said two and then he went away 
And I was like, okay, great. Brilliant. He gets it. But then he comes back and I'm midway or at the end of my second set. So it's only been five minutes since he was last there. And he go, he just stands there with his mate and they both have their arms crossed, just staring at me. I can feel their presence. Like it's, it's like when, you know, when you're doing something like, let's say you're at work and you have like a supervisor, like staring over your shoulder, you do, you're just more, more prone to fuck up, you know? And like, I was struggling um, in this particular one because, you know, like you strain yourself, whatever. And I felt more pressure to get to, to the end of my set. And I just felt them staring at me the whole time. You know, like if you're going to stand there and, and, and stare at me while I'm doing it, at least give me some fucking encouragement. Be like, yeah, come on, keep going. Something like that. But no, just staring and judging. You know, they might not have even been judging at all. They might not have been thinking anything. But that's how it felt. And I just feel that that's so rude and obnoxious and just it really demonstrates like how blissfully unaware people can be in the gym. And you know what? Like I've got more <laughs> to talk about infuriating people at the gym. And uh, this is just a few of the things I've noticed in my local gym. Um, I'm also going to throw out a lot of the things that people on Reddit said as well, because there's a lot. So it's not just me that feels this way. Um, there are a lot of assholes out there. People putting weights in the wrong places. I don't like to go on a fucking Easter egg hunt around the gym trying to find weights. That's not my idea of a good time at the gym. I want to be able to go over to the weight section and find 15, 16 kg. I don't want to have to find like one on the floor over here, one at the other end of the fucking gym somewhere next to like the exercise bikes. Like what the fuck? It, it takes like a minute, 30 seconds to just put them back where you found them. You know, is that that hard? Is it that taxing? But no, you just get these lazy fuckers who just can't be bothered. And it's really disrespectful, I think. You know, yeah, okay, look, it's not a palace, but you should be treating it as such. You should be treating it as like you would treat your own home, you know, with respect. I, I, I just don't get that. People leaving the gym in a mess in general, you know, just not um, cleaning machines or sweating on a machine and then just getting up and walking off, you know, like that's disgusting. Other people have to use those machines and you've just let left all your bodily fluids lying around on top of them you know you just left things in a state it's disgusting you know there's a lot of people that like also get annoyed when um like you ask how many sets they've got like i'm always nice and polite to people when they ask me things okay i'm only annoyed or give people a bit of an attitude back if they're rude in the way that they said it you know if you go hey buddy how many sets do you have left i'll be like oh this many mate no problem but no, people will just be like, how many sets do you have? Or how many sets do you have left? And then you'll tell them, they'll be like, oh, yeah, can you hurry it up? I'm like, fuck you. I'm not going to hurry it up. I'm going to, if anything, I'm going to be petty and take, take my time now. Just because you were like that. Just, oh, fuck. This would be what gets viral, will not it? Me just getting angry about gym stuff. <laughs> If anything, I've been doing this show now for two years. Two years. This is episode 185, and I'm talking about the gym. And I, I, I can't count how many clips I've made, how many, many, many hours I've spent doing this. Um, I love doing this, don't get me wrong. But um, none of my clips have ever gone viral. I've had a few that have had like some somewhat virality, but never really. 
Um, but I feel like it would just be very fitting if this was the thing that went viral was me just pissing and moaning about Jim or just people in general. <laughs> people shouting and screaming during sets. Listen, you can make a bit of noise. All right. I get it. Sometimes you just got to <clears throat> get your strains out. I was doing it at the gym the other day. But if I can hear you like at the other end of the fucking gym, that's not normal. Like, I remember one guy was doing, um, I can't remember what the name of the machine is, but it's where you like take two handles and you pull them towards yourself and they both have like string on each side and you just pull them in towards yourself. And all I heard was, Ugh! Ugh! like that, like, was he the fucking incredible Hulk? Like, come on, man, I can hear you. Everyone can hear you. It's just like, we've all got headphones on, but we can all hear him. And it's like, what is that? You're like asserting your male dominance. Like, I am the alpha. Me, I am the alpha. Everybody pay attention to how strong I am. Oh, like just, what the fuck, man? Come on. Enough. <laughs> just enough. All right, let's, let's hear what Reddit doesn't like about the gym. Someone taking all the free weights, even though they weren't using them. Yeah, I've seen this. Someone will take like three or four different sets, put them all on the floor and probably just take like the smallest ones, lift about five reps and then just sit there on their phone for like an hour. And that's another thing. If you're on your phone at the gym, okay, it's fine to check your phone. I'm, I'm not going to be fucking gym police all right like i don't care but if if i'm waiting to get onto one of the machines and you're there on your phone for like 20 minutes that takes the piss go stand on your phone stand on your phone yeah stand on your phone um go look at your phone somewhere else if you know you're not going to be working out you know the only thing reason you should be checking your phone is in between when you're resting or to like i don't know change a song or, or like you know if you've got cool bluetooth whatever fine but like you should be using the machines and not making people wait for you oh sorry when groups of gym bros or gym babes take up stations but spend more time on their phones or shooting the shit yeah and you know what's funny about this as well sometimes these groups have the audacity to give you attitude when you ask them how many like sets they got they're like oh we'll, we'll be done when we'll be done and it's like you're the ones who have the problem not me you're the ones being rude and taking up space and being obnoxious and sorry i'm reiterating what i said before essentially but like when it's groups of people obviously they feel more inclined to be like that because they've got an audience and it's like a group of people and it's do you know what i've noticed as well is it's always like super young people people like i don't know maybe like teenagers 16 17 18 something like that uh, it's never like older people, really. It's it's mainly just these younger people that have probably never been to the gym before or it's like their first time going and they've just got an attitude problem. Whereas most of the people that I see at the gym have been going there for many, many years and they just have wonderful, amazing attitudes. They're always nice and polite and respectful and you know they'll help you out. They'll be there for you if you need it. They'll spot you. They'll, they'll do all these amazing things. Um, because they get how it is. It's, it's supposed to be a sanctuary. It's supposed to be a nice place. It's not supposed to be a place where people have an attitude problem. People bring in portable speakers and blasting their own music throughout the entire gym. Yeah. I mean, there's already shitty music being played 
over the tannoys that no one listens to i don't want to hear your music on top of that shut the fuck up turn it off get some buy some headphones i spilled some water on the floor and the gym's trainer rushed to be asked rushed over to ask are you going to clean that in a very condescending tone it was my first day there first i was to leave a one-star review on google when i got back home never went there again i don't blame you like it sucks when you go there and the um the gym mem also the, the gym staff are not nice because if nothing else like the gym staff are supposed to be there as like a last support line you, know, you can ask people at the gym for, for help and whatnot but like the gym staff should be the nicest people because they work there you know like there's going to be so many people that come in that don't really know what they're doing and, and they need your help and support and they don't know they don't know about gym culture see i guess a lot of me complaining here is me talking about like how gym should be there is like gym etiquette and gym culture and like little things that you learn across the way little things you learn like how to be and it's not that difficult you know what i mean it's not difficult to be polite it's not i mean for example if you know you're gonna be doing a lot of sets you're gonna be using a machine for a long time a nice way to enable another person to use the machine in that scenario is to offer to do, I can't remember what it's, it's called, but you take turns. So like I'll do a, a set, I'll come off, I'll rest, you do your set and then we swap. And someone can suggest that and that can be like a good way of, you know, you still get to use a machine, you get breaks, maybe you even make a friend in the process. Like everybody's a winner, right? And a lot of people will tend to go for that. And I think that's, that's really, really awesome. So yeah, what's this one? I worked out so hard at our gym at Camp Faluyar, Iraq, that I broke all the elliptical machines and they wouldn't fix them or buy them and buy more. Okay. <laughs> I got told at Planet Fitness that my, this is an American chain, I believe, that my water bottle was too big by the manager. Someone said Lunkala. What? What does that mean? What does that mean? Why, how can it too big to have a water bottle? What? Your water bottle is too big. What? what? How does that? What? There's rules. I don't get that. That's that's not normal. Women's volleyball volleyball team at my college getting priority on the free weights. So the whole area is sealed off while they're in there, and most of them are not using the squat rack anyway, but instead the Smith machine for half rep squats. That sucks. Uh, high school has taken over the bench for eternity just to ego lift. By the way, um, I asked the people of Reddit what the most infuriating thing they experienced in the gym was, and this is all the responses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> taking over the bench for eternity for ego lift, yeah. Or like they just sit there for like so long not using it, but they just own this part of the gym apparently. People not minding their own business while I left. Tell me what routines to do. Oh my God. And what not to, even when I have my own fitness instructor, they're very annoying. Yeah. It's unsolicited advice. Nobody likes unsolicited advice, but um, best way to approach that is, do you know what? Like I see people at the gym sometimes doing things, you know, that aren't correct. Um, and I don't really feel like it's my place to say anything. If I feel like it's going to be dangerous for them, I will say something. And I'll be like, hey, mate, um, just, just to let you know, like, there's a, a better way of doing this, like a bit safer. Da, 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 da. But like, generally speaking, you know, you learn, you learn through progress. But it, I think it's important for people to, 
once in a while just point things out and, and you know take care of each other it should be a kind of a nice space where everyone takes care of each other and, and looks out for each other but you know unfortunately you're not you're not always going to get that some people are going to be quite i don't know how to put it like they i don't i don't want to see necessarily say egotistical but it's kind of like arrogant like that it's kind of you come over and, and you just thrust this knowledge onto people and it's like all right i get it you know everything like it's all about the way you relay that message. I don't think there's anything wrong with people coming over to you and, and, and giving you advice, but try to do it in a way that's respectful, I think. That's always the way to do it. Some fat guy making fun of another fat guy for working out at night because that must mean he's insecure. That's why he's here at night when no one can see him. See, this is awful. Like... Whenever I see someone that's, you know, overweight, that's at the gym, I think it's amazing. I'm so inspired by that because it must be so tough to, to keep going because you are heavily self-conscious. It's, it's a place that you feel like the eyes are on you. They're probably not, to be honest, but you feel that way because the whole point is that you go there, you feel body conscious. I, I felt the same way when I first started going to gym. I felt so tiny. I felt fat. I felt terrible about myself but the reality is like it's a space where in its best state everyone is there to better themselves and everyone is there to help each other out and it's a good positive environment to be around and i can't tell you how proud and happy it makes me to see someone keep going to the gym consistently and you see like the progress they're making over months and months and months you might never speak to that person but you see that progress and you're like i get that i, I know what goes into that i know how hard you've worked because I've been there and it's a very inspiring atmosphere to be in and no one in, in the gym should be, you know, making others feel bad. That's just not the way that it should be. Um, it should never be like that. And, and if it ever, ever is like that, it's disappointing. People should do better. People should support each other, you know, raise each other up, not push each other down because, what you don't realize is you might be affecting that person's confidence, their self-esteem, and then they might stop going and then they won't achieve their goals. And you might be the reason that prevents them from achieving their goals. And that's awful. Try to raise people up, try to inspire people, motivate people. That's what you should do. Oh, and just one final comment. This person said me pulling and pushing with all my might and not being able to open the entrance door. Hey, some doors are just a ball ache to try and open. I've had this. And it makes me feel like, oh, yeah, doesn't matter how long I've been going to the gym. I can't open this fucking door. Like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> like, clearly I'm a weakling. <laughs> no, it's just annoying, tricky doors sometimes, isn't it? <laughs> Build better doors, gym people. I mean, maybe they do it on purpose. You know, it's like, hmm, we're going to make everything about this place as tough as possible. So you're always, always getting a workout. Like, for example... I don't think I've ever seen a lift in a gym. Maybe some. I never seen it. I just see steps everywhere. <laughs> it's like, that's right. You want to get to the locker room? You gotta walk. <laughs> you gotta it's a workout. Everything's a workout. Uh, I mean <laughs> I mean it does it does inspire you to do that. Like if I'm in a train station, I'll always go for the steps. I won't go for the escalators. Um I mean, even now I walk to work, I could take the bus. There's a bus stop right outside my house, but it just makes more sense to, to walk, save money, 
get some exercise in. That's at least nearly an hour's worth of working out every single day, you know, just by walking to work half an hour each way. I feel like that kind of gym mentality or fitness mentality seeps its way into your everyday life. So if you see opportunities to get some exercise, even if it's just walking, you'll probably take it. And I feel like that's more of a change of mindset more than anything else, you know? Anyway, I'm glad that I finally did this episode. It's been sitting in my, um, in my notebook for ages and I wasn't sure when I was going to do it, but I realized that I didn't have a podcast lined up for this week. Um, cause I always try to get the podcast out on a Friday and I don't know if I'm going to edit this in time. Hopefully I will. Um, I think, I think I'll be all right. I think I'll be all right. But yeah, um, I wanted to do this for so long, especially because, uh, and you might see this in the thumbnail for this podcast. You might see one of my transformation images, like most recently, like how I'm doing. Um, I, I haven't decided what to put as the photo, but, um, it felt like a good time to talk about it because I'm, I'm very proud of my progress and, and where I've come and, and what I've learned through this gym journey. And, you know, maybe we can do a follow-up to this in a year from now or something and I can kind of share more with you, but I just kind of wanted to share my experiences of, of what I've learned. And I guess if nothing else to say to you, like, Hey, if you're thinking about going to the gym or you're thinking about bringing some more fitness into your life, it's one of the best things you can do. It really will change your life. It will change it will improve your mental health. It'll improve how you feel about yourself. It will make you physically and mentally feel better. And it just gives you so much. You know, it really is a positive thing to add to your life. So really, if, if you listen to this and, and you're thinking about it and you're not sure, give it some serious thought. Really, it might be one of the best things you ever do with yourself. Thank you so much for, for watching listening to this episode of the christian reef podcast as always be safe be well um if you want to check out extra bonus content you can find that at patreon slash christian reeve i don't think i normally mention this on the podcast but if you want to find out all of the other things i do as well as this so i am an actor a voice actor podcaster musician content creator you can find all of that stuff on my link tree at linktr.ee slash christian reeve you can find me on Instagram at Christian PK Reeve official on TikTok at Christian PK Reeve official and Christian PK Reeve two and Christian Reeve podcast. You can also find Christian Reeve podcast on Instagram. This podcast is available on YouTube, Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And uh, yeah, I think I got all the plugs in. Did I get all the plugs in? I think I got it. I'm talking to my non-existent producer. <laughs> I am the producer. Thank you so much for listening and watching, guys. Until the next time, peace be with you. Be safe, be well, and I'll see you in the next one.